This is episode one. What is this thing we call natural hair? Hi, I'm Fern, your host, and welcome to Ask Me About My Hair podcast, the podcast that talks all things natural hair and life and living life with natural hair, but not because of it. So for our first episode, I thought we would explore this thing we call natural hair. This is a conversation that can go on and on and branch off into many sub-conversations, but I wanted to talk about the basic idea behind natural hair, this thing that drives women to cut off their hair and start fresh. What is it exactly that draws so many of us to YouTube and the vlogs, the blogs, the products, and all the things that we see that involve natural hair today? Would you consider it a movement? Is it a fad? Is it a statement? That's what I'd like to look at a little bit today. What was this thing called natural hair to women then? Let's take a quick look at history. Um, I actually love history. So when I look to define things or figure out the meaning of something, I like to look at where it all began. And I think that's fitting for February, right? So there was a time when black women were made to feel ashamed of their hair, and they were encouraged to tame the kinks and coils by slathering creams and lotions and chemicals onto their strands. The easiest solution was to just straighten your hair because that was accepted in society back then to look like the European woman, the woman whose hair was straight and curled and, you know, pinned up in in high society. So even if you lost your hair and identity in the process, you wanted to be accepted in society. For many women, deciding to go against that grain and wear their hair in its natural state meant defiance and rebellion. So this thing we call natural hair, it wasn't just a style to them. It was a way of taking back their pride and their identity. It went so much deeper than the perfect twist out or the curliest wash and go. It meant going back to their roots and it meant being proud of your natural hair in its natural state without the products, the texture altering tools, or the techniques we use today to tame the kinks. And so if you look at history, it was really less of a fad or a fashion statement to wear your hair in its natural state after coming out of slavery and the civil rights movement and wanting to be identified for who we were or who the women were back then. And it was, I am proud to be black and I am proud of this natural texture that that grows out of my hair without the chemicals and I'm proud of who I am. What is this thing I call natural hair then? And when I say that, I like to look back when I first big chopped and cut off my hair. And if you guys listen to my introduction podcast, I shared a little bit about how my natural hair journey began when I cut my hair off. So in 2001, when I big chopped, and that wasn't even the term actually used to describe cutting off your beautiful straight locks to rock a nappy fro, um, it was more like you just cut off your hair. And I'm actually ashamed to say that my reasoning wasn't because of any of the things that I named above when it came to the history of, you know, black women and going back to their natural roots way back when in history. This this thing I call natural hair then was actually just an experiment. It was a way to see what my hair would look like without the relaxer. Actually, I was just curious because I was in college and I stopped relaxing my hair and I saw the natural texture going out of my scalp and I realized that it wasn't the same as the hair that had been straightened. And I was like, ooh, let's see where this goes, essentially. So there was no 
there was nothing to it. I wasn't being rebellious. I wasn't going back to my roots or being black and proud or anything like that. I just was curious. I just wanted to see what my hair would look like. And I figured, well, if I don't like it, then I'll just relax my hair again. No biggie, right? So what I saw back then was that natural hair was identified with being neo-soul or hippie or eclectic. Uh, Some people considered it unwashed or unkempt or uncombed. It was poetry and spoken word. It was long denim skirts and sometimes, you know, sleeveless shirts, unshaven armpits. It was philosophy and rebellion, daishikis, African pride, protests, and a little bit of sexual expression. It was rare, it was exotic, and it was rarely seen in mainstream society. So when I cut off my hair, there was just not a lot of products in the stores. You didn't have YouTube videos that helped you learn how to style your hair and what the different textures meant and how to identify your texture by looking at your density or porosity or things like that. It was just, I cut off all my hair and now I'm not part of the norm and people look at me like I'm not part of the norm. So look back at the music and television at the close of the 1990s and introduction to the 21st century. So you have black female musicians who rocked either long straight hair and weaves or braids or short straight hair. And unless you sang with Erica Badu or Music Soul Child, you just weren't rocking your Napoli kinky hair. We were barely able to get onto television back then and actually even now, but that's a different podcast. (laughs) And when we did get on television, we had to rock that sidekick straight do like we were born with it. So if the show was really trying to show its diversity, they would let a black woman wear a long, unkinky, curled do. And there is a difference between kinky, curly hair and kinky, curled hair or unkinky, curled hair, I mean. So products included hairspray, hairspray gel, hair mousse. And you had popular brands like Vitapoint, Vidal Sassoon. And if you guys remember the pink moisturizing hair lotion. Oh, and what about herbal essences with those shower scenes, right? That's what we had to look forward to. And we had to learn how to use those products to make our natural hair work and to kind of get it to do what we thought that it should be doing according to what we saw in television and in music. So I don't want to make this too much of a history lesson. So let's fast forward. What is this thing we call natural hair today? I don't know about you all, but I feel like natural hair just all of a sudden became popular. And then it became like a fad and women were going natural in droves. Everyone wanted to transition. Everyone wanted to cut off their hair and rock the TWA, but they wanted it to be the curly TWA, the the kind that you still saw in, in television. And it's really cool. Everyone wanted to have natural hair. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's awesome. But they wanted to have the natural hair that they saw in the movies and on television and the hair product labels. You know, Lisa Bonet, Tracy Ellis Ross, Rachel True, that type hair. Not the Macy Gray strands. Nobody really wanted her hair. Um, We wanted to have the long, flowy, curly hair. And we felt that we could get that by just cutting off our relaxed ends and, you know, throwing some gel in our hair. And that's what we thought having natural hair meant back then. And again, I speak from my experience and where I was at the time. Thanks to the typing chart, I say that sarcastically, 
nappy natural hair still wasn't the quote desirable kind of natural hair. So I think that it helped further separate natural women by their hair tightness and definition. Kind of like the light-skinned versus the dark-skinned argument of the late 1990s and 2000s. Uh, One was better than the other. So you had a certain curl pattern that was better than another curl pattern or a lack of curl pattern, if you will. Is this natural thing good hair? Remember anyone saying that to you? Girl, you can go natural because you got that good hair. What? Because I thought good hair meant healthy hair. And healthy hair was hair minus the chemicals. So in my mind, I cut off the chemicals and I no longer put them in my hair. So my natural hair is good hair. But no, if you don't have that good hair that I described above, the kind that you saw on the product labels, the kind that product labels promise that you would get if you use their products, then you didn't have that, quote, good hair. So this thing we call natural hair today, I think, is something that's actually different. We are embracing the less, how do I say it? I guess, curly or curled type of hair and realizing that the more textured, kind of more Afro kinky, I think what they call 4C hair is acceptable. It is beautiful. That is natural hair. And that's what some of us are born with. And we can be proud of that and learn how to style it and learn what products to use in our hair or what products to not use in our hair in order to obtain a style. I think that it's becoming more accepted today. And this thing we call natural hair today is variety. And that's the word I would use. There's so much variety in natural hair. I love that I can get on Instagram and I can go to 4C Chicks and I can see all of the different styles that, you know, come with having a kinkier texture hair. But at the same time, I can scroll down and see another picture of a looser textured natural hairstyle and appreciate that. So I would say variety appreciation for all types of hair, um, love for all types of hair, and a lot less division in the natural hair community when it comes to the type of natural hair that you have. I think that's what this thing we call natural hair would be today. Versatility, variety, beauty, and love of that variety and versatility. What is this thing I call natural hair now? So I stopped buying hair magazines. Do you guys remember those? The ones that had all of the squared pictures of all of the weaves and the wigs and the braided styles. And then you had that one page of natural hairstyles that actually weren't even technically natural. A lot of those were just wigs, curly wigs. Why? Yes. So I stopped buying them because they didn't represent me and because I have YouTube and Pinterest and Instagram available to me now at the click of my phone or mouse laptop to see real natural hair done on real women who put realistic styles in their hair. So I realized that my hair was not mainstream or magazine worthy, but that my hair was mine and I was okay with that and I'm okay with that now. And that really is this thing I call natural hair now. But in addition to that, sometimes my natural hair is frustration and it's impatience. When I can't get that style that I saw on YouTube or I can't get my hair to curl a certain way so I can wear it like so-and-so, I can't quite 
get that pinup that I think that I should have for church. And so I end up having to start all over again and just pull it up into a crazy looking bun. That gets frustrating. Or even when I'm faced with a grueling three hours of twisting or braiding before I can sleep, just so I can have that perfect style in the morning. That's a little bit of what I call natural hair now. But most times this natural hair thing makes me feel awesome and happy and I get excited about the variety and styles and versatility and options. I want to try it all and I want to talk to everyone I know about having natural hair because I'm just so excited about this thing we call natural hair. I don't know. I mean, I know what this natural hair thing is to me. For me, it's beauty. It's nonconformity. It's being comfortable and being different. It's bravery. It's freedom. This thing I call natural hair is allowing myself to see the world without the constraints of social conditioning or the mainstream mindset. And I'm that kind of person. I'm just totally the kind of person who doesn't want to be like everybody else. I want to be different and I want to appreciate the differences of other people. So removing the kinks, if you will, is what I think natural hair is today. And that's what it is to me. And because being natural is in its simplest form, being without. And that's, that's not a negative thing. I would say that it's to be without all the extras. So unaltered and pure. And I think that that's how I would describe, I think, this natural hair thing to me. And um, without going on and on, because I can, I can go on and on about this. So this thing we call natural hair is us. It's ours and it cannot be taken away from us because it is part of us. And once we accept it, I think it becomes a much more enjoyable journey. What is this thing you call natural hair? So this is the part of the podcast when you fill in the rest of the show. I think that we have to define what this thing we call natural hair means to us individually and uniquely. Well, because our reasoning and preferences are different. So this thing we call natural hair, it may be something to me that it isn't to you and vice versa. What I want you to do or what I would like for you to do is go to my blog, askmeaboutmyhair.com and comment on what this natural hair thing is to you. You can find the notes for this podcast under podcast in the menu and feel free to tell me whatever is on your mind. And let's define what this natural hair thing is to us today. Let's put a definition to it so that when someone asks us, well, why do you go natural or why do you wear your hair natural or what is this natural hair thing that's such a big deal? You can answer it and you'll have a point of reference. You can probably steal some of the words that maybe some of us will will use to describe this natural hair thing. Because this thing we call natural hair is so much more than just this thing we call natural hair. So thanks for tuning in to Ask Me About My Hair podcast. Check out my blog, askmeaboutmyhair.com for more natural hair goodness. Also, join me on Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube at Ask Me About My Hair blog and on Twitter at Ask Me Hair. And until next time, love your natural hair. Bye!